You know what I want for the next season, man? A slave. What? <laughs> Seriously? If we could get a slave for the next season, that would be great. And I don't discriminate. It could be man, woman. They could be black, white. Or they could be whatever. You could identify as anything. As long as you also as comfortable as identifying as a slave. I mean, somebody to get our water, grab a towel. If anything getting on bed, just to comb it out without him even asking. What all you want to slave? Tell me what it thinks you would like. I don't want to slave at all. I mean, they ain't listening. This only me and you. <laughs> but for season two, we could get a slave <laughs> slash intern who would like to be a part of the gravel road experience. Here's what it'll be. It'll be at our discretion sometimes, maybe all the time. It could be, a, you see all of that? <laughs> so just be ready for anything in the middle of there. But be ready for slavery. Get ready to work. Um, all right. Get ready to not get paid anything. Mm-hmm. We'll pay you with love. <laughs> and a little bit of affection, but it can't come directly from me. So it's going to be split up between me and Amp. Uh, I was later on in the show. I would release our post office box <laughs> where you can send us your, resume. your, your resumes with uh, with a with a passport size photo, <laughs> paper clipped to the upper left corner. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm a little intoxicated off the Heineken zeros. It's good to see you, boy. Good to see you too. Good to see you. You all had that. Give it a little. It's a card click. (laughs) Shout out to Heineken Zero for making it possible, boy. Yeah. So welcome to the season finale of the Gravel Road. Ain't that something? Yeah. My name is Rap Quelle, and this is DJ Ampero. And it's the final track of the season. Yeah. Of the season. I mean, but don't fret. We'll have some, some bonus drops and some shortcuts, finally. I know we've been talking about and promising shortcuts. Probably. Boy, we could promise, eh? <laughs> Let me tell you something. We was running. Anyway, <laughs> we promised promise you that everything, but we can deliver, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's been, it's yeah. been six months of tracking on the gravel road. Yeah, man. And I feel like we covered so much topics. <laughs> <laughs> so much stuff. But so much things happened like in those six months too. It's crazy. Yeah. Your hair was shorter. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But what is this? Why is it taking long to grow? What did you do? I don't know. Because I, I feel like your hair used to grow faster than this. That's what I was telling my girlfriend too. But then, I don't know, like it feels a lot, I don't know, healthier this time or this time. Mm. That's always good. Yeah, so I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe it just reaches limit. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe mine I'm, isn't. I don't know what's going on in mine because it just had an like, extendo clip happen to it. And it just, yeah. And in a very short period, it grew again a little longer. Mm. Maybe I need to eat more rice and drink more peanut juice. Something like that. <laughs> I'm offended, but you're still my boy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Everywhere I go on the street. Yeah. The juice, the peanut juicers immediately come after me, right? Yeah, because you, you represent their clients. But it's like, I don't want, I don't want no peanut juice. <laughs> I just want a cold Heineken Zero. Yeah. But then, and then the juices, you know, they got strawberry, banana, mango juice. They got mango. Peanut juice? No, these, oh. but there's, there's other juices, you oh, know? okay, okay. Because when they say peanut juice and they don't see my eye bl- light up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they say, well, I got mangoes, pineapple, grape, right? I got yeah. grape, strawberry, lemon. I got lemon, lemon, strawberry. I'd be like, I don't want a juice. It's not, you know what I mean? Just yeah. not today. Yeah. You know? But it's be riding through the streets and I, so I do have to say, I appreciate the hustle. And while sometimes the juice guys could be a little, just a little bit forward, mm. I do appreciate the hustle. Yeah. Just take some clues, man. Take some clues. <laughs> like, if I say, I'm all right, like, t- listen to the tone of my voice and everything, and then realize, like, just move on to the next car. Just today. Yeah. Just today, it may be better tomorrow. What you don't want to do is create a scenario where I'm driving towards that road, and then I think the fact that you on that road, and I say, I'm going the other way, but I don't even want to see this person yeah. to interact with me in traffic. That's what you don't want to happen. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never done, but I have contemplated. And then I just bold up and say, I ain't let no juice, man. Stop me from going where I need to go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> going down this road. If I want to go down this road, then he can stop me by coming up to my car and asking me a question and it can be awkward, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? The fruit guys have it on lock. Because at this point in time, the last couple of fruit guys I dealt with, they didn't even say nothing to me. Like They just leaned their hand out and it was telepathic. It was like fruit, right? They just showed me what was in their hand and I was like, I'll take two, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had the fruit guys seeing the... You know, Robinson Road fruit guys, y'all know what it is. Y'all doing y'all thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy though. Witnessing the the restructuring of inventory for street vendors. Yeah. Because I remember when it was just, you know, localized fruits or like, you know, peanuts. Yeah. But now you could pick up peppers. Star fruit. You could get star fruit. Stuffs. Passion fruit. Yeah, I've seen that too. Is it you're right, it's it's become it's a lot more robust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's, it's crazy because it is. Yeah. It's like it almost is a revolution in the street vendors out there. Yeah. Is that because this was before COVID was it, it was happening? Yeah, 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 it was. It was way before COVID. Yeah. It was a lot. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but somebody had the brilliant idea and was like, "I need to sell more things." Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what? Let me. That. That. Listen. Tell Earl. Pull out the table. <laughs> get a good cloth. <laughs> Go on the printer. Print a couple of signs. Right. <laughs> you need a couple of baskets of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so definitely shout out to them. I. <laughs> Going back to this, you know, where we are from where we, from whence we would have come, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's amazing the amount of things that have happened in the span of six months, um, personally, locally, and then globally, right? I mean, because at the beginning of this, uh, from the first trek, from the first time I laced up my boots, put on my camper's backpack, and, you know, say bag and trek with, with Ampero for a little bit. Yeah. The directions of where we decided to go some of them have taken the planned routes and then some of them have been like just their own thing right and i think i mean not to get too philosophical like you know i think life is i'm learning more and more life is kind of like that it's like you weigh in some of the plans versus some of the things that just can happen and like are you going to take the track and in other cases are you going to build enough material so that when you can track you can still keep going do you know I feel like our conversations too evolved over time and we yeah I feel like we could tap into a rhythm just like how you were saying with the peanut vendors but you could just read the body language or you could read or yeah. you could read the tone to know like what's a good tactic I see alley-oops yeah, I yeah. see when you about to flick it <laughs> and then I swear well let me position myself to jump yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I say we can yeah, just listen listen out there <laughs> you understand the sound of my voice we are really excited for where where this could possibly be going. Yeah. 
but where it is now within this week for me i think it's been a hodgepodge of forgetting social media working on things that i say i wanted and now i have it and developing more family time like not just spending time with family but like developing it like doing stuff you know what i mean like because we could all sit around and watch netflix together or we could all you know i guess you just sit in the house because there's all this happened some at some point everybody's sitting in the house on a device in the house you wouldn't even think there's somebody in that house right <laughs> house quiet right <laughs> every soul is on something right yeah and so this is a little disconnect you know what i mean yeah but i noticed that too even in like tv shows and stuff like that where whenever people say you know we spending time with family or it's family time um it's usually just sitting around watching something or you know it's nothing that really creates a moment or creates a memory yeah it's usually just um killing time i guess i was about to say passing time with the screen yeah i mean which is which is a good thing in its own way you know you get to connect with something outside of of you and and the people you're sitting with your family yeah you know but then it also could be kind of hollow in that way where you know you're depending on this external stimuli to keep you going sometimes it's just good to play wrestling (laughs) just everybody get ready to wrestle right (laughs) now my youngest thought I was going to kick your mouth off. She has no, you know, because I wrestling with them, right? Yeah. But I not wrestling. You know, I mean, I'm giving them. They're getting 0.1% power, right? Yeah, yeah. My youngest, she is trying to obliterate. <laughs> she's, you know, she, she, she's trying to get out those, you know, you told me no, I couldn't have juice. That energy that in the right. background, she's trying yeah, to yeah. mind you that don't tell me no. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> then we got to say time out, right? <laughs> We gotta say time out because it's getting too wild, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and uh, the oldest, she's still ramped up. She's like, <sighs> I say, hold on now, time out. Don't get, get, bring your energy down. You just, you're still up there, as though you're just waiting for the bell to ring and then you can swing on me. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> we just pretend wrestling, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those moments of wrestling, and then you know, and shout out to mommy, and then mommy saying, y'all play jumping too hard, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta say now you can't be as aggressive with mommy with this now. Yeah, that's true. You know, but we all doing it together, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. And I said it to say that's what took away from being so focused on the screen and the things that are happening in the world and the people that die in and you know, yeah. Because I remember, I remember my old man used to talk about it. Where he's, you know, it's like you know, Thursdays, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Whenever the obituaries would be Thursday, Thursdays and how the mood of the island is on Thursdays and all that, you know? Mm. And it's like, in this new version of Thursdays, it's like it's Thursday every couple of minutes. You just need to pick up your phone, you know? So it's not paced. They just telling you someone else gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, that, that changes, uh, you know. I still find some, myself sometimes just leaving it on the community and not on page, you know? Yeah, because you're getting old. What? 40, 40 right outside. Yeah, I, but listen, I you, the way you said that just now was forty forty, and yeah, I could go there if you want to go there. We can stand outside the forty. <laughs> but I think that could be a good time for us, man. The forties. Think about it. We're no longer young and dumb, right? I mean, well, we still young, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. And then there's that experience, and then there's a layer of at least balance now, and. You know, tempering yourself to a certain age, really for me, you know, and and then we still got another 
I mean, we men, so we still got another. I don't know however long testosterone gives us, right? Yeah. To go is a. I think it's a pretty good place. Yeah, I mean. And if you and and all the men who about to turn forty under the sound of my voice, mm-hmm. and those who are plus forty, if you've been not just going to the gym, if you've been like actually jogging, running, playing tennis with your boy, playing basketball, doing stuff, you should be fine. Yeah. I was in a scenario the other day where I had to do some physical things because, you know, a good buddy of mine was put in a certain position. That's as far as I will go, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't breathe through it, but I basically did. Yeah. And there was a lot of little huffing and puffing going on. <laughs> That's all I'll say right there. And so, yeah, by 40 shouldn't be where it feels like we old. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a certain type of 40-year-old male on this island who has, he's already successful mm. within his body type, right? But then... That mode has been broken too by the ones who go to the gym a lot, mm-hmm. and it's—I don't think it's necessarily how it used to be. Just like everything else, you know what I mean. Forty don't necessarily mean you now wearing a three-piece suit and your belly hanging over it, and it's okay because you know you have a look of dollars in your pocket and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel like, you know, like how you were saying with people going to the gym and people being more health conscious now, I feel like back in the day, um, I don't want to say being overweight, but like, you know, not being in shape was more or less a signifier of you doing okay. Oh, yes. You know, you you eating good. You eating good. Yeah, yeah. Look at, look at Gibson. Yeah. He eating good. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I feel like a lot of those nods still exist today like oh yeah i've been in a room with him <laughs> i think those nods are now have been relegated to certain industries on this island you know where it's like they're in this you're a man and you're in this particular industry and you're slightly overweight or overweight or whatever yeah. that's all right because the, the industry you're in you know what i mean yeah i right. actually heard something about that though um like especially in our police forces and the and the defense force mm-hmm. um like if you're if you're a high-ranking officer, you mm. would get a lot more respect if you have a husky build. Yeah. Yeah, because you know you then oh. you, you look dominating. Yeah. You, you know you, you don't look, look like a pushover. Right. right. Nobody could push you a big self down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. But not you think muscular to just do it though? I mean, yeah, but then for someone like me, mm. like muscular wouldn't really look, you know. Yeah, but then you wouldn't just put muscle on this. And I saying this, y'all can't see, but if you could see what this is, this fine out. Right? You'd get a little bit bigger, too. And then the muscle fill that out. Yeah. And then you'd look like, shout out to Kenyanique, Larry the Lobster, right? <laughs> huh? Chest push out, leg, nothing. No leg days. Right? <laughs> Why do you think all these men going missing and it seems like it's, it, people don't care until now when the white girl gone missing and since everybody talking about missing, then the news have to talk about missing people too, locally. That was quite a segue. Um, I don't know, but I did I did notice an uptick in... Missing missing. Yeah, no, like a lot of older men going missing. I didn't notice the uptick. I noticed that they talking about it. No, it was an uptick. What do you mean on the signs? How you see it? How you tell me how you know who missing? Um, some, sometimes they put them in the papers and then it's a lot more notices like this, the, the printed signs from the police force. You would see them posting on, on the Facebook. digital signs too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like 
you know me i kind of pessimistic to people's outwardly show of care or whatever you know mm. like the white girl gone missing black americans use that as another thing to say, say they don't care about us and then everybody starts sharing around a missing thing about somebody else who missing there's tons of people over here who missing and now they're talking about the old men who went missing and the police commissioner or whoever the police person was who was talking about it wasn't the commissioner but whoever it was who was talking about it saying the, these men go missing because their family members usually not taking care of them and they already have some kind of like mental you know stress or you know, dementia or something and they'll just walk right out the door they're missing now right and it's like that's an interesting set of circumstances to then broadcast that to that you know men going missing and it's like while i care about the men that going missing and i on some level as a man although i'm not those men so and community stuff is overdone at this point so just because they man it don't necessarily matter more yeah. but the fact that i was brought up with all of the missing missingness things going on and everybody being missing and who cares about missingness and all of that mm -hmm. it's interesting because y'all still not opening the door for older men you speeding and you see the old man trying to cross cross the road and you still speed and cross the road yeah. instead of letting the old man pass you're still treating the old men like they're young men and they don't deserve our care and affection so there's still a very huge gap there where it's like okay so yeah of course these older men going missing they all don't care about them any more or less than y'all care about the other older men in the community who's standing in the line and you sucking your teeth because he before you or all the other stuff that old men don't get a pass on and it's like and they made it to the fact where there's old men like it's something to be said for that yeah, but I think too, it leans a lot more into how we view age as a society and as a community. I don't know. I just have this thing for older men. You know, daddy dying recently. Also, being there with him as an old, older man, yeah. seeing things parallel uh, in almost a binocular fashion through him of an older man's experience, uh, realizing how much stuff I'm supposed to care about for women when it's like I've been living with this older man, so I realize the lack of attention in older men in yeah. general. Um, it hasn't made me resentful in any way. It's like, that's, I get it, you know, whatever. But I'm calling it out is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Is what I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, okay, news people, you all talk about the missing old man. Let's continue these stories. Uh, let's make these stories more developed and talk more about the older men, their lives, where they would have come from, things they've done, how they get to these points. Um, and some of the triumphant stories of the older men who's still out here, uh, sculling boat and doing all of this stuff. Uh, you know, there's some, there's some men out here who in their 80s who could still beat some 20-year-olds in an arm wrestling match. Yeah. Let's talk more about them old men and, and not just twist it into the, you know, the, 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 the conversation where, where we, have, you know, we have to wear pink all the time. You know, you, 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 you reach that point now where at least in our culture, we care for our women supremely, at least in the more civil society of it. I mean, I'm talking about the degradation of our society, the more civil society. Of it. So yeah. bring that upliftment to the men as well, too. Um, most of these men, while you want blanket, give them um, what you call it, uh, patriarchal power. They're not. They're just old withering men that don't have very, very much power or anybody checking for them at all. Um, so let's give them the same elderly care that we give the elderly female. Just, just treat elderly like elderly and try not to, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but that's a part of the issue though because there's so many horror stories, for example, in terms of elderly care and just just in terms of caring about old people in general. You mean that you get cuss and feel up? What? No, no, I mean, no, it's just like neglect and... Um, and oh, you mean in general it's bad? Yeah, that's why yeah. I kind of moved to that too. Yeah, in general that's yeah. more elderly uh, I see what you're saying, yeah. 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 I, I think it's rough because it's not that I see myself or I see my dad, but now I'm more aware of elderly people in general. And like you said, it's like, 
I guess most people don't think that they can make it to that point in life. Or they don't yeah. think about it or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But, I mean, there's some people that do, though. Like, especially, like, in the church, you know, everybody always preaching, was it, false content? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, people people looking forward to it. Yeah, I looking forward to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially with these Heineken Zeros, we could drink these. So how will we get? We could drink this. <laughs> you could drink them. Huh? You could drink them. I so, you telling me if as I bring these every year, I could be drinking these by myself? No, man. I... Heineken, listen to the sound of my voice, okay? Heineken Bahamas. Me and I'm going to figure it out. I can get them on board. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I, I still like my Heineken with a little bit of bite. Yeah. But you don't feel that bite at the end of that. Like when you taste that piece right there. <laughs> right? You see how it... <laughs> you didn't feel the little crisp thing on it? No, it have, it have the, the crispiness ah the, the, the body of Heineken. Ah-ha. Because <laughs> remember you asked me what does it taste like and what I tell you? Yeah, that's true. It tastes like a Heineken. Yeah, you're right. They did a good job. Yeah, you're right. And silver and blue look like money, right? <laughs> Think about it. Not no more because they're changing it brown. This can be brown? No, the money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. You mean uh, you mean Sartha? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But I guess what it was the ten dollars and the dollar bill. Something like be, that. Would still be blue. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Would you know. like to be on a money? No. What if we ten, twenty? I mean, what if hundred years from now they want to honor you? When we when we got to our first content. Yeah, and they just want to say. For all your services in, in media and music and no, but <laughs> here is a let me dream. You know, put us all Gibson. We'll put you on the. You know, what we can put you on. We can put you on a seventy dollar note. The all right, seventy dollar. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right, we can do it though. Right, we can put you on a seventy dollar note. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'm I'm starting the campaign from now because at that age, then we'll be the ones and you know, we're somebody we'll be able to call. You know. Yeah. They call someone and say, hey, man, just print about 100,000 of them $70 notes. Mm. Let's see how they circulate, right? Yeah. yeah. I was really proud of it, though. I'm really proud to see uh, uh, Donald Hannah on a $100 bill. But I know it don't. I know, I know it's just money and it's insignificant and everything going digital. And, you know. yeah. But it's still cool to me, man. Now what I'm waiting for y'all next to do is we need some more uh, busts and bronze statues. We need some more permanent statues that made out of something stronger than cement, please. Mm. For me, it I was, didn't mean to shout at y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> for me, it was more cool to see the monarchy getting phased out from representation on the money. On the money, yeah. Okay, I'll roll with you on that one. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'll roll with you on that one. I didn't. I, it is that too. I guess I might wasn't focused on it. I was just excited to see. But you're right. There is that too. They coming off of the money now. Does that affect value? No. I know, I, mean, I just I'm putting it, ah, ah, does it? The money's still been printed in Canada, right, or whatever? No, it ain't Canada. It's, um, I think it's someplace in South Africa, I want to uh, say, or West Africa. Okay. De La Rue. De La Rue. Yeah. Let's go. That sounds like a good place to just sip wine. And watch money get printed. And watch the money print. <laughs> Gee. Yeah. We don't need it almost too much more, eh? Because think about it. These bills are being printed now. Mm-hmm. How many more years do we got to carry them around? I mean, the card's getting really good. The phone's getting really good. 
and you have people like me who who don't feel like it's anything illuminati just put it on my eye or wherever so i don't have to talk to no one or anything right <laughs> and as i walk in the store i pick up the stuff i want when i walk out it do it right and you yeah. don't have to do yeah but that's a that's the case in i think it's japan now okay japan and china where yeah. they really don't have any paper currency and they'll look at you crazy if you pay with cash yeah because it's getting we still gonna be here for a while now let's be honest you know with yeah. the cash thing but it's, it's also it even in terms of like staying clean like i realize every time i have to touch money i feel like oh yeah it's like yeah. i gotta touch money and then i gotta clean my hand again and then i gotta and then i gotta put the change in my pocket and then when i take the change out of my pocket and put it on the thing and i gotta clean my hand it's like you know and it ain't even Corona or, or, or anything or, you know, vid or whatever. <laughs> That's what people calling it. I don't know. I hope because I don't know whether any of the, you know, uh, any of our streaming services that can, you know. Uh, right? It. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, then I have to sanitize that and then it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. No, I mean, the pandemic really did highlight how dirty money is. You know what I mean? Like you knew from you as a small yeah, child. That, yeah, mommy and mom and my dad. Said, oh, don't put your hand in your mouth, boy, with that dirty, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Shout yeah. out to Squinch. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I think it's more of a society thing, though. Like, look how difficult it was just to phrase out the penny. Yeah, that was a that was a battle, and yeah. some of y'all still saw about it. Yeah, I I was in the food store the other day, and someone was still trying to pay with pennies. No man, come on with us. <laughs> come and go with me. Come on now. Yeah, that's enough of that. You know what I was waiting to see? Okay. Penny art. Mm. That come on, give donate it to the artists. Let them do something special. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then they could you know, do they do half for you, half for them, or something. We'll figure it out. But like, it's pennies now. Yeah. And those particular fractions of value are being more difficult to quantify mm. in general. Yeah. Even if you want to digitally quantify it, it's like, what is worth that? Yeah, yeah. You know? Value is changing constantly and it don't seem to be going down. It seems to be going up. That may be a good thing. We should ride the wave. Yeah. How do you feel so far under your new prestigious government? I haven't. I mean... He, just what I love about you. He don't feel no different, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This man don't feel a lick, a lick of difference. Uh, I mean, the only thing concerning is, like, it doesn't seem like there's any structure yet. Yeah. Because I. Think, but it come and you gotta let people do things. No, I, I, I know, like things have to acclimate. People have to settle in, you know. Yeah, because. I ain't really put all the stuff in my drawer yet. You don't want me to <laughs> file and do this. <laughs> I need to walk in there with my children and be like, this is where daddy can be, all right? <laughs> Look around. <laughs> Boy, daddy, that's a good... Yeah, okay, hurry up, get over there. Go with your ma. Right? <laughs> that's all I do so far. And I call you on FaceTime and say, Boy, look. Look at my chair. <laughs> come around anytime. Bring nine against zero and you come. <laughs> um, but you're right. It, it, is, it is still... It seems to still be, you know, yeah. solidifying. I saw I saw that um, they're getting ready to do an inquiry with um, our now former prime minister. I am always excited about commission of inquiry. Yeah. Because I feel like something nobody expects always come out. It's like M. Night Shyamalan, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's always a twist somewhere that nobody was prepared for. And they'd be like, right? Mother sick. Mother sick, boy. <laughs> they, you know? I don't know what this one is going to be, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah, but everybody needs to get exposed every now and then. And then 
you know, 15, 20 years from now, they'll have one commissioner inquiry around these set of people, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting around to see, like, what's the new orders going to be in terms mm-hmm. of, like, curfews and, like... But then he doesn't say you could stay until midnight? Did he say that, though? Like, was that announced? It's announced. It's in the... It's in it's in by section 8 of 14, mm-hmm. wherever that is, because I've stopped following that stuff, and I'm, I'm, I've become a sheep, whatever. They say it in. Yeah. I don't go read it for myself. I mean, I don't have time. I probably should. We all should probably go read it for ourselves, but then, I mean, if they was wrong, then we could just pull up the clip and say, he say, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, till 11.59, we free and clear. Okay. But as I had told you before... My soul is already conditioned to be within the doors at eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I can't, yeah, you know I mean, like if I can't be in by eight, I not that I can be miserable, but I still already feel like, why out here? With, I mean, who these people is? You know, what I mean, I already starting to think like, hey, let's get inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ain't even necessary to get let's get inside to go to sleep. It's just like I don't want to be around too much of y'all, <laughs> and I love y'all. I love y'all, but I but I've grown accustomed to seeing y'all from my screen. Yeah. And I've become comfortable with that in some respects for quite a few people. Yeah. There's only about 87 people on this island I would prefer to see in person that's all the time. I don't I don't think uh, I have 87. But I just see that's my family members and people yeah. like you and I, I think I'm trying to be as close to the real numbers possible of people who I could see yeah. every week and it's that's, that's, that could be my bubble, right? Yeah. But everybody else pay just send the money through WhatsApp or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you through PayPal, right? Yeah. It's fine. That way it's fine. And then that way you don't have to worry about my, me doing anything and my conspiracy theories or your conspiracy theories. We yeah. could just work amongst ourselves on the net. Make sure you uh, delete your cookies afterwards, all right? <laughs> and we'll be fine. But yeah, I mean, being on the run after 8 p.m., like around 8.30-ish, it still feel, it still feel weird to me because it's like, I still feel like a lot of people not going anywhere. I know they are. I know if you were to follow each single car, you know, I know it's only my mind. If you follow each single car, it's doing something, they're going. But it just feel like it's too late for all these people, right? Right. I still feel like that, so I have to get inside or go somewhere where I could be comfortable, you know. Yeah. No, I, I had to I had to drive somewhere in the night this week, and it was mind-boggling, like to see the amount of cars. Yeah, to see daytime traffic in the in night. In the night, yeah. yeah. And and I had the same feeling too. Like, I, I it just felt like people were just out to be. Out, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is which is all well and fine. Like yeah. you know, people have been. It's freedom. You should do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know, like when a new curfew sugar drop. So. I don't think so. You know, I think I mean, at this point now, what 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 we are looking for as a society and even the Western world is not even a return to normalcy or normalcy or whatever they call it. I think this is the this is the beginning of a very bullish market. And not only bullish in terms of the economic financial standard of things, but just how we are going to operate on the western side of the world is going to become more bullish, I think. Okay. And I think we're seeing the beginning of those steps of that. I could be wrong, but that's what it feels like inside, you know? Yeah. So nobody go bet on anything because I said that unless you want to bet on me and Amp. <laughs> and we'll, like I tell you, we'll tell you where to drop off the money, which post office <laughs> to send it to. But listen, there's another part of this week that was pretty interesting to me. Seeing people on a line still and how, because we're talking about like, you know, going inside and being inside and all the COVID and all that, but seeing people on a line still in different places and seeing how that's been managed and how that has changed things too yeah that's that's something i noticed especially after the election 
like people stop caring now yeah like there's no there's no more i don't want to say structure and order you know like you know it's uh some but anyway yeah so mm. it, it feels like a lot less organization mm. and care in terms of you know protocols protocols and stuff. and stuff like that yeah yeah but could it be that some of the protocols and all that stuff was a little too strict? I mean, because you've been out after eight, I've been out after eight. Mm. We've both been pretty responsible about it. Yeah. We both came home safe. We still interacted with as little people as possible. Yeah. Right? Like you, So does that land to in a physical reality of us experiencing it, saying that maybe it was slightly overboard, even if at the time it was okay, like maybe we need to depart from... Uh, I mean, how tight does the suit really have to be, right? Mm. But the thing is, is is more is more of the innocent suffering for the guilty, not the innocent suffering, not like people people are guilty, but it's the responsible suffering for the irresponsible. You know, because mm. what well, I mean, you could be fine with you know just you know having these like surgical interactions and wanting to be inside before nine o'clock. Yeah, like there's other people out there that just don't care yeah like outside outside yeah outside outside like even even in the daytime like i'll see people just walking about and in high traffic areas in terms of like people walking about like just without masks on and yeah you know, just and just <laughs> just living free just braffing just yeah. enjoying yourself yeah you know and it's just like like I get it, like you know, I get that boss to the wall, double may care attitude because you know you've been told to sit in the corner for a good while, you know, yeah. even though you didn't really do anything wrong. But that's like that's the nature of the pandemic, though. Like yeah. it's not like it's not like there's a section of New Providence that's you know highly contaminated with covid like it's all about it's all about you know yeah because people getting covid and then i was talking to somebody and i was like how do they get covid and at this point the person said honestly he's like but we can't trace it every he was here there everywhere everybody everywhere yeah. so we don't know how we get it <laughs> as soon as soon as they stopped the contact tracing like that's when i knew like it wasn't really we didn't really have a clear way to go back to quote-unquote normal yeah because yeah. remember when it when we like when the first few cases started popping up and like even in the first few cases they was like yeah we're doing the contact tracing but we still can't figure out how so and so contracted the virus yeah and it's just like but how yeah because <laughs> you, know you I mean? tracing what do you yeah, mean you can't yeah. yeah and and they've been they was doing that for a good solid what, eight but there's months. be there's be dishonesty in contact tracing too though yeah people yeah. that say i only been here or yeah. i never did this or all of that and they'd be lying because you know people still sweethearting <laughs> i mean because <laughs> i think that element muddied some layers of the contact tracing because contact tracing in, at certain intervals especially in the question portion yeah. relies on you being honest yeah and people are inherently dishonest yeah so like i i, I don't know it's mind-boggling to me because I know people, it's not like, you know, people aren't aware that there's an active pandemic going on. Yeah. It's just like people don't care anymore. I think that's also too, like, it was made such a big deal. And then, you know what it's like? It's like, somebody saying, don't go, don't go down that road, something gonna bite you. Don't go down that road, something gonna bite you. Yeah. And then you're laughing and you're playing and you go down that road. 
and he get bite by the wasp. Yeah. Right? Or sting or whatever. Right? Yeah. And then two days later, you're like, well, you're just getting fucking sting. I still going back down that road. Yeah. That was, but that the way that it was described, it was like there was a fucking Loch Ness monster waiting in the middle of the... And, it, and for most of our society, it isn't that. Yeah. And so I think that overexertion of explaining what the possible ramifications could be for being met with... Yeah, people dying, but being also being met with the fact that it ain't severely affecting most people yeah. is a very interesting place because I think most people willing to enjoy themselves while risking others dying until the point of us being somebody close. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was just It's kind of like dealing with the old people until you become old, yeah? Yeah. yeah. No, but it, it's definitely a, a proximity thing. Like, it, it echoes a lot, too, with a lot of societal ills. Like, people don't care until it, hit home, until it hits home, Yeah. you know? But then in the same analogy, let's say instead of a wasp, there was a bee down the road. And they say, yeah, don't go down the road because, you know, bees down there, you could get sting. Mm. Now, you might not be allergic to bees. So you uh, go down the road, you get sting. sting that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, that's all I can just get sting. Yeah. yeah. And then someone might go down the road and have an anaphylactic shock. Yeah. And, and possibly die. Yeah. But that's, that's the perfect analogy for COVID. Like, you've had people with, multiple covert infections yeah they've been infected they, they, they're almost like a magnet for it <laughs> isn't that weird that some people seem to be a magnet for it like they yeah. i know somebody who's had covert like three or four times at this point now yeah they, you know thank goodness they've been healthy each time but it's like what you do figure out why covert like you you know what i mean like <laughs> jesus yeah. And then, you know, you have someone who get it once and they That's ne- it. never recover. That's it. Or they or they have or they get plagued with, you know, like serious long term effects. Yeah. You know, or they have to get like something amputated or, you know, like yeah. you know, like just something shitty. Yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 crazy. I've been calling it uh, uh, natural selection. Yeah. I mean that's a But I know that's a shitty way of saying what's going on <laughs> yeah um but if we would zoom out from everything that we care about here and just let the earth itself be a driving organism floating around in a space if we believe in that right yeah then it really is just natural selection yeah but i don't know i mean i agree with that to an extent like some people just just being willfully stubborn in terms of it but at the same time other people are suffering because you know some people have that devil may care attitude towards it. Yeah, them. and just because it's natural selection, we human beings that doesn't mean we can't fight it, right? Yeah, we learn to fly. <laughs> Remember, yeah. that's what makes us amazing over the fictitious aliens, right? Hmm. The fact that we creating these things out of our mind and then doing them, yeah, uh, makes us a little cooler than the monkeys, you know. Yeah. But I think that, along with the turn of events in technology, is creating this really interesting world when it comes to new ways of looking at stories and because we touch on this throughout the season you know like war and stories and love and stories and hip-hop and stories and new and robots and stories and this new way of looking at stories uh uh new way of interacting with the generations behind us too yeah. Um, because we at least in our generation we're the generation that like we could still keep up with y'all and type just as fast as y'all yeah um but we learn new stuff from y'all and y'all learning stuff from us too it's this very steampunk kind of place we in almost yeah yeah um and then how that's affecting our politics religion uh media distribution 
yeah think about it think about like what what religion what what uh the religious community is have experienced in the western world through the pandemic and all that you know what i mean yeah. um financial world the political world and how things have changed in scope and you know and how they're gonna handle things and even the way people working you know things have gone back to quote unquote kind of normal but people still working and still they in the heat of the pandemic too you know what i mean like yeah so there's a lot of things that's shifted and i think can continue overall i do think like this, there is no more or what we considered normal there isn't you know this what it is now you know and and it's ever developing and if they could mischaracterize hiv then we then and you know who mischaracterized that in the 80s scientists scientists so that's just what's going on now in my opinion and about 25 years from now we'll have a much better understanding of what this is and where we curse out all the scientists evenly without any vitriol right because we'll just be cursing out the fact that humans continue to allow these titles and things to get a little bit too overblown whether you're a scientist a disc jockey right (laughs) whatever your expertise is you're so much of an expert we don't look past the parts where you are still fallible because you're still human yeah but I think a horrible thing is using that as an excuse not to be a part of the experiment. You won't be part of the social experiment because you won't wear Nike, right? You won't be part of the social experiment because you won't be on Instagram, right? Yeah. You won't be part of the social experiment because when you're standing up in the line at Wendy's, you won't talk about what you see on CNN, right? Yeah. You won't be part of the social experiment in all these ways, but you don't want to be a part of the social experiment when it comes to like physically being involved and taking the vaccine or physically allowing people to think how they think in their space, like that's for all y'all <laughs> you know what I'm saying like be a part of the entire experiment if it's an experiment to you which I agree this is what it is you know what I mean yeah. but play the game whichever side of the game you play the play on but play it fairly and honestly and have some have some civility to it you know I mean just to just to get back to the point you were making about the contrast with HIV and the COVID pandemic because I remember too there was a lot of instances where people were just um, misdiagnosed as you know having cancer uh, um, I can't remember what the I think it was tuberculosis something like that too yeah, yeah. and it but was dying the, from AIDS but yeah but I mean the, the crucial difference is it's just that COVID-19 is just one version of a coronavirus like, yeah you know, there's like, tons of them yeah well, not tons of them but there it's more than a handful at this point yeah. in time more than but a handful at, at the time HIV AIDS was a novel virus. Like, That's true. You know, like people That's like, true. haven't seen anything like it, but people have been, scientists have been studying coronavirus coronaviruses for, for a while. I think it's like 20 years or something. You're right. I can give them that. I mean, I only wanted to throw a couple of jobs at them. You know? no, I mean, but, but even still, like, especially with the variants and stuff that are coming out, like, there's still a lot that science doesn't know about yeah. the coronavirus, and they only could act on what presents itself as yeah. it is now yeah mm. but yeah but yeah I mean speaking of being at the end of the season once again I would like to say thank you for everybody that tuned in and tracked with us along this long ass road you know but like gravelly too <laughs> but um this is just the first band on the gravel road you know we'll stop off under this tamarind tree and take a break for a little bit you know we'll, we'll I eat tamarind till my belly's sore right now <laughs> it ain't gonna be sore it could be bubbly well we'll figure it out <laughs> I brought a bag <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah you have any any uh, closing um, no 
believe it or not i think you said it well and thank you yeah thank you too it's been dope it's been dope this is rap quelle and this is dj ampero and this has been another track well yeah and we will see you next season <laughs> next season <laughs> that's so that's so weird to say yeah <laughs>